0: My name is Grania Smith. As already discussed in podcast one, being a home caregiver, sometimes called a carer, can be an extremely difficult job, often with little information or support about the vulnerable individual's illness or condition. Lack of relevant information to support home efforts is a frequent frustration among caregivers in all sorts of different situations, and I hope these podcasts will help you work out the best way of coping in your own situation i'm glad you could join me today when i will be talking further about the huge importance of good communication in all efforts to support and care for any vulnerable individual who may have been born with a difficult condition or it may develop in childhood or perhaps at another time in life may involve long-term physical or mental health problems perhaps even a mix of both the range of possible conditions or even a combination of conditions seems to be vast in some cases a vulnerable individual's condition can lead to major changes in the person's behavior towards friends and family neighbors and colleagues and sometimes their behavior changes entirely at work and in social activities or the change may lead to withdrawal and complete isolation. For instance, becoming addicted to alcohol or drug abuse or eating problems can lead to serious long-term personal problems and depression can lead to further isolation. All of which often affect not only their own lives, but also the lives of everyone else around them. Each situation will be different depending on a wide range of factors such as where the individual lives for instance, in a city or in a rural area, the accessibility or not of professional support and personal support or not from close friends, family, colleagues and other contacts. Whatever the vulnerable person's individual condition, whether involving physical or mental health problems or a mix of both, they will need extra help. Not only professional help, perhaps from a doctor or nurse, a social worker or professional home carer, but also from everyone who shares accommodation with them and from friends and close colleagues. All of which will be much more effective and helpful if it can possibly be coordinated. Coordinated care is the best way of supporting any vulnerable person where everyone around them is responding in the same way and giving the same message. In other words, everyone is singing from the same song sheet. Unfortunately, without such coordination, when caregivers want to help but have no idea how to offer support, the result can be short spells of informed care, for instance in hospital or clinic or surgery, and then home where often family and other home caregivers will do their very best but with no information about what is needed, can often make mistakes. And unfortunately, this can lead to very mixed responses, which may or may not be helpful. Frustration is one of the most frequently mentioned feelings among home caregivers. John L. summed it up like this. Trying to be a home caregiver is like trying to do a jigsaw blindfolded there are always some of the pieces missing and I just don't know how long I can keep going. How to find those missing pieces can be a major problem when much needed information is missing and without good communication between people who share the home and between treating professionals and the family. I'm going to tell you about one real-life situation at the moment. For instance, what's the best response to someone, J, who's an adult but seems to have suddenly reverted to childhood, who one day refuses to help with her long agreed share of keeping the home tidy and clean? Now she leaves the bathroom in a real mess, just doesn't bother to clean up at all. And Jay starts shouting about how unfair it Everybody is expecting her to leave the bathroom clean for the next person, when in the past that was always an agreed part of the ordinary everyday routine. No one likes to go into a dirty, messy bathroom for a shower or to clean their teeth, to do their makeup. So everyone usually left the bathroom as they would wish to find it until that day. Everyone including Jay, had followed the long agreed house rules. But now Jay is shouting and swearing. What would you do? What would happen if you shout back? Will that make everything right? Probably not, and it could easily make things much worse. Trying to keep calm can be very, very difficult, especially in an awkward situation. It's very, very easy to lose your temper. But this rarely ever helps a difficult situation, especially if in the same situation it seems to be repeating itself. No matter how difficult the situation, no matter what you feel inside, try really hard to keep calm. Think of what you want to say. Take some deep breaths before you speak. Perhaps go into the kitchen and put the kettle on or find another way of finding the space to take those much needed calming deep breaths before you respond to the difficult situation and the behavior you are facing. So what are you going to say? Try to start with a positive assurance that whatever happens, no matter how difficult the behavior, you still care about the person. It's the behavior you really don't like. For instance, I care so much about you and I want to help you, but I don't like it when anyone leaves the bathroom in such a mess. The basin filthy, dirty with all sorts of rubbish that you've been using on your face and the toilet not flushed. I'd say the same to P or G or N. I know you've had a lot of problems recently and maybe you're not thinking about how everyone works together to make this place a nice place to live. I want to help you, but I really don't like to go into the bathroom when it's in such a mess. I hope it won't happen again. I still love and care about you. It's a change in your behaviour I don't like. If you like, this time I'll give you a hand to clean up so that it's ready for my bath time in a little while. In other words, try to stress the positive, but don't ignore the negative in any situation. If at all possible, for instance, if the same or similar difficult and unacceptable situation keeps recurring, think beforehand of what you want to see and how you'll see it. And again, start with a positive comment, reassurance of your caring and concern for the person, then state what you don't like or are concerned about. End with another positive reassurance of your continued support. Finding your own words to communicate your feelings is sometimes difficult, so when you recognise that certain similar situations keep recurring, it can really help to work out and prepare beforehand what you want to say. Remember to stress the positive, don't ignore the negative, and talk about what's gone wrong, and end on a positive note. Remember, wherever possible, no matter how small, Try to notice and stress the positive. I really appreciate it when you help me by, for instance, bringing down your dirty clothes for wash or helping to wash the dishes after our meals, tidy up your books after you've been working at them. It would be great if you can help me again in the same way. Now think of your own situation. Wherever you are, whatever your situation, look for the positives to comment on first. At the same time, if and when you notice behavior which has a negative impact and effect on you and others in the household, try to prepare what you want to say. In future podcasts, we'll be talking about more ways of trying to improve personal situations through finding ways to communicate calmly with a positive aim and outcome in mind. And we'll talk about how to build more coordinated all round approaches in a difficult situation.